Welcome to the Truth Wins Podcast, where the truth hurts sometimes, but it can save your life. Our heart on this podcast is for you to know why you believe what you believe and to be able to give a defense for it. This is episode 22 of the Truth Wins Podcast. My name is Todd Sherman. As always, I'm your host and with my good friend, Stu Richer. Say hey, Stu. Hey, Stu. Uh, we have an exciting, for me, I think for both of us, episode today where we have a, a special guest in this, um, probably going to be a two-parter because there's a lot to cover, but um, we're going to title it Mask Vaccines in the American Way. And we want to talk about all the crazy stuff that has gone on this last year. And we have a, a guest with us from California. So she's joining us on Zoom. Her name is Peggy Hall. And she started a movement called The Healthy American uh, when all this madness started uh, almost a year ago. So Peggy, welcome to the show and, and tell folks kind of how this all got started with you. Hey, Todd, so great to be here, and I really appreciate your activism as well. I've always been an activist, but more in the realm of uh, animal welfare. So I've had some experience dealing with local government and state government. I've actually worked at every level of government. I've worked mm. for the federal government, the state government, the county government, and the city government. Oh, so I really I'm know so uh, kind of what, what goes on inside. And I know the frustrations, and um, I can see... Uh, I really have a view from both sides of the um, situation here. So having said that, uh, my background is as a teacher. I was the director of teacher education at University of California, Irvine Extended Education doing K-12 professional development. Although I've never taught in elementary school, I've been in higher ed for over 30 years. So I'm a teacher, I'm an educator. I like to teach people um, mm -hmm. how to understand things that might be confusing or um, complex. So when all this happened just going on a year ago, because here in California, the first local emergency was called in February, February 26th to be exact. Okay. And uh, less than a month later, um, Governor Newsom here was the first governor in the United States to order a shutdown. Now, I don't call it a lockdown. As an English teacher, I'm very particular with words, <laughs> and I understand the power that words have and why mm -hmm. words are being used in a certain way to manipulate, to manipulate people's minds. Lockdowns are for prisoners, and I'm not a prisoner, and I have a key to my house, and I can leave my house, and no mm -hmm. governor can tell me otherwise. I thought this was self-evident, but as I came across more and more people that actually thought that a governor can make a law such as staying home, it was flabbergasting to me. So mm -hmm. I did what I do best and I rolled up my sleeves and I did some research. Actually, I have a background in politics. My uh, bachelor's degree is in political science. My master's degree is in international policy. So I've always had a deep curiosity regarding societies and communities and governments and how they work and by what authority they have over us. Maybe it's because I'm married to a pastor and we know we only have one true authority, which is God and God's mm -hmm. laws. So when mm -hmm. I look at man and man's laws and how they organize society and communities and all of that, it's of great interest to me. It just, it just happens to be a hobby. So when all this happened, my background, and I've also been a health educator for the past 20 years. So my background in health and politics and advocacy um, and teaching all coalesced. And I decided to create a video to explain to people how the state of emergency is un uh, the, the, the rules and orders that come from a state of emergency are illegal, unlawful, and invalid. And I do that by showing the letter of the law. Mm -hmm. So 
that I just did as a public service, Todd. I just decided I'm going to stop fighting with people, arguing with people on Facebook about this. And I'm going to make mm. an educational video, put it on YouTube. That was my husband's suggestion. He said, sweetheart, fighting with people on Facebook is like being in a, in a bar brawl. You know, they're not there really no. to, to learn and, and be educated for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, YouTube is where people go to learn things. He said, I go there to figure out how to change the tire and unplug the drain. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. I'm going to put this on YouTube. Mm. So I created the channel, The Healthy American, and that video went viral. And it simply stated the law I read from the California Emergency Services Act, what authority gives a governor to issue emergency orders and come to find out the emergency orders only apply to those in the government. I don't work. I used to work for the government. I don't work for the government. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting, I'm, I'm kind of going uh, down the rabbit hole here. No, uh, Todd, yeah. I don't know how much farther you want me to go, but that birthed the healthy American. And then I'll, uh, we can take it from there. <laughs> nice. No, that's, that's what I wanted to know. So you started, uh, with the video and now you have a website called the healthy that has tons of resources. In fact, I was just on it a couple days ago and I'll, I'll mention why here in a little bit. Um, but you have videos. Uh, when was that first YouTube video that went viral? When did you publish that? Um, I published that on May 5th. Now, okay. prior to that, I was engaged in a lot of research and I was constantly publishing articles and data directly from the CDC. And I was comparing it, the data from a year ago, or actually, here's the ironic thing, Todd. The CDC had published data related to um, flu and pneumonia and Mm -hmm. um, other illnesses. Their data was only updated through 2017, maybe as late as 2018. And this was 2020. So it's so curious to me that it takes two years for them to finalize data, yet they were spewing data as it was coming in. So that was a curiosity for me. Mm-hmm. So I was exposing this all of these previous months, just not in a video format. And I decided to, rather than try to find everything that I posted on Facebook, which does not really have a search function, I decided to create the Healthy American website because people were asking me, how can I find out the laws in my state? How do I know what the executive orders are in my state? Mm -hmm. What about these emergency orders? Where about the the health orders? People did not even realize that they had county governments that um, were responsible for overseeing county health departments who were responsible for issuing these orders at a county level. And I found myself uh, doing more and more education. So that's where I created the website as a one-stop shop for people to find out about their legal rights, their civil rights, their human rights, their God-given rights, and yes, their their medical rights. Mm -hmm. So that um, the videos have been um, banned and re-uploaded and taken down and censored and um, you know, that whole gamut that people go through. Um, so that has been another challenge is to keep the information going out. Yeah. But I am on record to say, as my dear friend, um, another uh, healthy American, Lana said, and I love the quote, I am marching this all the way to heaven. Mm-hmm. I am never going to stop because I stand for truth. I am speaking truth. Um, do I, am I, I'm speaking with zeal and I will never stop. Mm-hmm. 
No, that's awesome. And I, that's, I love your passion. And both my daughter and I said, you remind me of my mother who's with the Lord now, but she had that same kind of passion, but it was, it was friendly, but it was firm. And all your videos, you're, you're friendly. Um, and you want to instruct. I love that because, you know, Stu was an educator for 30 some years, which he's only 40. So that's amazing that you started at age three, three. but, um, you know, I always love your saying on what is education? What, what is it versus what we think it is? Yeah, it's the William Butler Yeats quote of education is not the filling of a bucket, but the lighting of a fire. And that's what I've seen. And what you just said is that it's easy for me to go to you and say, hey, I had this conflict uh, with this with this company. What do I do? But you're just getting inundated with people all over the country and world. So you have this healthyamerican.org as a resource where we can go do work. And I've had my daughter, I said, okay, look at the Colorado statutes and laws and let's tweak some of the things that you have on your site that have California. I mean, the federal is the federal, but the state too, we have to have some similar laws on the books here that people are, uh, you know, not following. Um, One question that I I get a lot uh, from friends and family that, you know, because I've always been bucking the masks and very rarely, if ever, wear them. I've been kicked out of places and yelled at and said, don't you love my grandma kind of stuff. And they say, you know, that takes a lot of effort, Todd. Is it really worth it? Um, what do you say to those people that say, Peggy, why why are you dying on this hill with masks? What is it really worth it? It's uh, replace the word mask with truth. Okay. And then you can ask yourself that that question. So it's never been about the mask for me. It's been about the law and it's been about my civil rights and my constitutionally protected rights. Remember the constitution doesn't give you rights. It protects the government from doing what it's doing now. The constitution was written for today Mm -hmm. and I stand for my God given rights. It's very clear in the Bible and it doesn't really matter um, whether a you know, this is a self-evident truth, whether someone is a person of faith or not. Um, God designed us to breathe in and out through the nose and mouth, uh, primarily through the nose, which filters and warms the air. Your nose is your first defense of your immune system. The, the hairs in your nose are part of your immune system. They filter and trap the germs. They warm the air so that then it goes through your trachea. Your trachea in your throat is the second part of your uh, defense of your immune system. And that's why if you might get a a sore throat or a cough, your body's trying to expel and trap any pathogens, um, you know, bacteria, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So, and then it goes into the lungs and so on and so forth. God designed us to breathe in and out through the nose. God breathed into Adam and he became a living soul. Mm -hmm. There are countless passages in the Bible referring to the breath, the sacred breath, The same word for breath is the same word for soul. Mm -hmm. There is no way ever, God gave me my first breath and he will take my last breath. And I will never bow to evil by obstructing the only two airways that God gave me to breathe. Mm -hmm. Further, the Bible is very clear that the only people that cover their face are those that are hiding from God in shame and those who are prostitutes. And I am Mm -hmm. neither. And Mm -hmm. I will, and I will never veil my face. Veiling, Mm -hmm my face is an affront to my Christian beliefs. I will never stand before God with a veiled face. In 2 Corinthians, we are told to stand before God with our faces unveiled so that our glory increases in him. Mm. I am not going to listen to man. 
I'm going to listen to God. I wish, Todd, I really wish that the masks worked. It doesn't mean I'm going to wear one. There is no law that compels me to do so. And I wish that the masks work so that the people that wear them wouldn't appear so foolish. Because to me, I see them as bowing to evil. Mm -hmm. It is a symbol of oppression of speech. Uh, people look ridiculous. Um, they're doing it out of compliance and out of convenience. And I don't mm -hmm. see anywhere in the Bible that we are supposed to do something out of convenience. It's the exact opposite. We are called to stand for truth and I will never back down from it. And I have made many sacrifices, perhaps not on the level that some have made at this stage. I don't have, um, you know, there's not a job that I'm going to because those jobs ended mm -hmm. uh, with all of this hogwash, as I call it. I have never worn a mask. I never will wear a mask. I am in uh, very close to um, personally doing legal action against individuals that have violated my rights. Mm -hmm. I have a right to life, a God-given right to life, which is protected by the Constitution of the United States and protected by the Constitution of every state. Mm -hmm. Life requires oxygen. Yeah. There is no law that can ever be legitimate that restricts your intake of oxygen. Now, if people want to do that on their own accord, yeah. I, go, go do it. Fine by me. There are plenty of people that get tattoos. I'm not going to get tattoo. There are plenty of people that listen to acid rock or whatever they call it these days. I don't do that. That's <laughs> your free choice as an individual. My mm -hmm. free choice is that I don't cover my face. Now, Peggy, what about grandma dying and you're killing people with your human breath? There is no, okay, first of all, there is no evidence that the human breath is lethal. The idea of the most inhumane activity, which is suffocating small children and elderly people mm -hmm. who are the most defenseless and who are being required to suffocate themselves in order to attend school or get medical care. Yeah. Not only to do that, but then to call it virtuous yeah. is the highest level of evil. Yeah. I will never participate. I will mm. never stop speaking about this. You can replace the word mask with a COVID test. Mm -hmm. A COVID test is human trafficking. Mm. The reason why it's human trafficking is because that, when you apply the definition, which is taking someone's personal liberty without their compensation, that's the definition of human trafficking in California. Mm. The federal law is a little less specific, but when someone is coerced to do a medical experiment, which is what a COVID test is. By the way, wearing a mask is a medical experiment. There is no evidence that wearing a mask mm -mm. prevents the transmission of this illness because this illness has never been isolated. This illness has never been defined. Mm -hmm. Further, so the masks have never been proven to prevent the spread of this illness. It may be that this illness would have washed through the population much faster if everything had been left alone, if people mm -hmm. had been interacting as they always had, because God created our immune system to function. Are there those with an impaired immune system? Yes. Mm -hmm. Should they be taking more precaution? That's their choice. It's their choice whether they want to stay at home or go to a store or what have you, but that has nothing to do with me. That has nothing to do with me any more than my putting on sunscreen to prevent someone from getting sunburned or mm -hmm. my wearing a jacket to make sure someone doesn't get wet in the rain. Yeah. Evil seeks to confuse and 
say what's right is wrong and what's wrong is right. There is no evidence that obstructing your breath is going to help anything. And even if it did, there is no law that can compel me to do so. Yeah. And I think that's, you said there's no evidence that they work, but I think there's plenty of evidence that they don't work. And we're, you know, you look at the N95 mask, that that's the, the holes in that are three or more times bigger than what at least we think coronavirus is. And yet most people have a cloth mask that they made out of some material that, that traps the sweat. They're constantly touching it. They're constantly touching their nose, their eyes, which is the best way to get any kind of transmission. Uh, again, like you indicated, we don't even know much about this. It's still called germ theory. It's still a theory. And so we, we don't have much of the evidence. And yet, by and large, the masses just say, okay, not only say, okay, we will wear masks, but they look at me like I'm this evil person because I'm mask maskless out and about. And it's, I guess my question for you is, it, there has to be something much bigger. Yes, it is evil. Uh, it is not truth. But what's driving this, this whole thing this last year? Who's driving it? What's the goal? What's the end goal in this? I mean, are we just going to, is this how it is forever and ever? Or is there, is there something that we're moving towards why life is the way it is this last year? Yes. Well, um, that's such a great question, Todd, and I'm going to answer it. And first, let me say that there is no law against being sick. There's no law against you being sick. Think about a year ago, you might've gone into CVS with a cough and a cold to buy some NyQuil. Nobody made you stay out. Nobody made you wear a mask. Nobody made you stand six feet apart. There is no law against being sick. You may say, well, Peggy, where's your compassion for others? I have an organization called Compassion for All. I've had that organization for 15 years with my animal rescue. It's with, with you know, avoiding abuse of animals and children. I have a great deal of compassion. I teach on compassion. Mm. My question is, where is your compassion for those women and children that have been abused, that have had physical or sexual abuse perpetrated upon them with their mouth covered mm-hmm. with someone's hand, a piece of cloth, a piece of tape, yes, possibly a mask. Where's your compassion for those individuals that are walking around having to relive that abuse again in order to put food on their table? Mm-hmm. That's my question for you. Those of you that are going along with this masquerade, where is your compassion for the elderly that are being left in these nursing homes to die with a mask on? Mm -hmm. Where is your compassion for those? Where do you draw the line with evil? It's very clear with God. And this answers your question. This has been from the beginning, from the dawn of God's creation. Evil has sought to deceive Mm -hmm. from the very beginning of time. And it never will stop until it destroys God's greatest creation, which is humanity. Those that are going along with this hogwash are going along with evil. Well, Peggy, I'm just doing it because I don't want to rock the boat. Oh, really? Oh, really? Where do you draw the line for that? Well, Mm -hmm. I just punched that guy in the face because they told me to as a condition of entry. Oh, really? (laughs) Fill in the blank. Would you snort a line of cocaine because Trader Joe's told you it was required? in order to get into the grocery store? Mm-hmm. Come on. And people will- like, why, are people, why are people so willing to comply with evil? And people's response to you on that would be, now, now you're going, now you're just you know, exercising hyperbole. You're going way overboard. It's just a mask. And again, I hear that all the time. It's just a mask. And I think that's where I've been feeling like, 
I've been the one of the few standing saying, guys, don't you got to wake up because it's just a mass now, but it's not going to end with that. And by the time everybody realizes what's been going on, it'll be too late if we don't start shouting. So it's like we need more Peggy's. We need more people out there saying, guys, wake up with passion. And yet it feels like the multitude is just deaf ears. What's what's driving those deaf ears, do you think? Why are they going along? Yes. The um, the issue with it's just a mask is it's actually a medical device. The mask is defined by the FDA as a class two medical device. No store clerk, no governor, no um, ticket taker at the movie theater has any authority to give you medical advice. Mm -hmm. Further, even if Trader Joe's had a medical doctor to examine you, you have the right to refuse. You have the right of no consent. Mm -hmm. Now, what's driving this is evil. It is clear and simple. There's a psychological activity going on to make people fatigued so they won't fight back. The other thing is pride. Pride means someone will never say I was wrong. Those that were wearing the mask from the beginning out of fear, out of ignorance because they didn't bother to read the laws like I did or others, under what concept does someone believe that a governor can tell you to stay home? Under what concept does anyone possibly believe that an unelected health officer has the authority to issue a law? I am flabbergasted by the complete ignorance and laziness of individuals. God gave us a brain to reason and to sit and say, okay, okay, my, uh, my response is why, why? So it is ignorance. It is laziness, it is complicitness, and it is pride at the base of it. If no one at this point in the game doesn't understand that there is no deadly virus, and even if there were, even if 99% of the people were dying instead of 99% of the people recovering, even if the, the data was reversed, nothing stands before your right to life, your right to life, your right to decide how to live your life. And the pride of an individual to say, yes, I was wrong. I'm taking off the mask. Mm -hmm. And we know what God thinks about pride. Yeah. People would rather remain duped than to admit that they were duped and swindled and bamboozled. And they were. Yeah. Well, I think you nailed it on, on the one side you have pride um uh you have pride and control um and then on the sheep side you have just ignorance and laziness and, and i'm not saying that as a you know look at you people but more just we have to wake up and it takes work to understand our rights and i would encourage people just to play this podcast over and over again because you know i still get uh, stumped sometimes when somebody when a clerk says you have to put a mask on or he goes oh I can't medically tolerate it this and that but it's like I've got to listen to what you're saying over and over again for me to be better equipped to know no can I just say what you just said well not yet but the more I study and read and learn then I can stand up for my rights and do it in a firm yet loving way uh, because I think so many people are living in so much fear that why else would they do something that has a 90, if we have a 99.9% .9 survival rate, why are people willing to do all that we've done this last year, unless it's just fear and ignorance driving that? You know, Todd, I am not surprised at the government's 
uh, oppressive tactics. That, mm. That's known. As I said, I've studied this for many years. Me too. You know, power, that is the nature of power. It seeks to um, eliminate any other power. And we, the people, are the power. We are the powerful ones. And the, um, the fact of the matter is many people don't care about our rights and they are acting in a criminal manner. And many people are being brought to um, answer for that. Mm -hmm. There are many lawsuits that are going forth. You know, to me, it was just common sense. I thought in the beginning, maybe people, people didn't know. So it was just the lack of education and then to bring all the information forward. But I also want to say this, the burden of proof is on those who make the claim. So for the health officer to state that a mask prevents illness, it's not up to you or me to say masks don't work ever. We don't have to bring any evidence to the contrary. They have to bring the evidence that the mask works. Further, they have to bring evidence that restricting someone's oxygen is not a deprivation of their right to life. They have to bring the evidence. We don't even have to rebut it or refute it. It's up to them. It's up to them to say and to answer if everyone has been staying home and wearing a mask, how in the world could these numbers be increasing? It's up to them to show that these tests actually are accurate and they're not. They also are a medical experiment. Masks are a medical experiment. The COVID test is a medical experiment and the vaccine is a medical experiment. How do I know that? Because the FDA has two types of um, actions that they take regarding medical devices and medicine and um, other medical interventions. And there is something called an approval when it is FDA approved, it goes through a somewhat, and I don't have all of the details, but they say that it's somewhat of a rigorous, um, you know, clinical trials and evidence and all of that. So that's called an approval. Then there's something called an emergency authorization. That means we don't have all the data yet, but we're just going to, you know, hope that it works. The vaccine has an authorization, not an approval. The masks are, they, they don't have anything. People are just doing it on their own. The COVID test has an authorization, not an approval. This language is very important because now it puts it into the realm of a medical experiment. Mm -hmm. And there are many federal laws that, re, there are federal laws that protect us from being coerced into under, uh, into participating in a medical experiment. I focus on the, on the law. I don't focus on the science. The science can be manipulated. The science mm -hmm. is for those who want to go and read it. Even if a mask worked and helped me live to be 120, there is no law that can compel me to wear it. And I never will. Gotcha. Hey, let's do this. It sounds like uh, Fluffy needs out on your end. Is that is that what I'm hearing, the dog? Uh, give me just one second. Let <laughs> well, me take care well of it. let's do this. Let's push pause on this episode um, because we're right at 30 minutes. So we'll push pause on this and then we'll bring you back and we'll do part two to that. Does that sound good? That's going to be fantastic, Todd. I want to tell you, I've got at the website 75 responses when they tell you to wear a mask. Everybody oh, can download that at the perfect. website. Yeah, so again, you'll you'll want to go to healthyamerican.org, thehealthyamerican.org, and there's so many resources there and so many things that Peggy, videos she's put on there and things that you can read. Uh, we're going to come back for part two because I have a lot of scenarios that I want to throw by Peggy, like has she ever been on a, has she been on a plane this last year, all those things to say, okay, how would you handle this to help us know how we can handle our everyday lives. So uh, we're glad uh, that you're going to hold tight and come back for part two here, Peggy, uh, for my friend Stu. This is Todd, and thank you for joining us for Mass Vaccines in the American Way, part one. 
We'll catch you next time.